What's going on, people? Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. I'm your host, the one and only Brian Jump. It is a beautiful Friday. What's up? How you been? What's the word? How's your week been? Good food? Good family stuff? Good good uh, experiences? Good business? Hopefully everything is good on your end. Things have been good on our end. Had some cool uh, cool customers, cool cars. Um, got a student that's back for a second week. He's going to be graduating tomorrow. PDR and wheel training. He's a good cat. All the way from Texas. Yep. We've been training him up something good. Put him through the grinder. He's seen a ton of good dents too. Big dents. Big glue poles, all kinds of cool stuff. But yeah, no, things are good here, man. Um, been diving deep on marketing, and I got some cool uh, tricks coming up. I got some people we're going to be interviewing soon. Um, it's going to be all good. All good. Um, let's see. Let's look at my notes here. Uh, today, today I like I like today's. It's kind of unique. We're going to talk about PDR geography. Um, I did a little bit of research, dug up some numbers. I think you're going to like it. Uh, it's just, you know, it's tough. Moving is tough. I get it. Um, especially when you got kids in school and stuff, then it's, it's beyond hard. If you're a pre, uh, pre kid individual PDR tech or empty nester, then it's a little bit easier. Um, assuming that you're, if you're married and your wife's willing to, to fly the coop with you, if you're single and ready to mingle, then even easier. But, um, this has served me well, this, this kind of studies and, and I'm fortunate that I live and grew up and were raised in an area that's pretty, pretty well to do. Um, we weren't always well to do, but the area was, um, which afforded us a lot of luxuries. So now we're pretty, we're pretty pretty fortunate um so anyway let's get after it let's just talk about i'm gonna die right in we're gonna swing a we're gonna swing a little punch here um i was just thinking about i had this uh a few days ago when i was at the shop i mean i'll tell you guys the story a few days ago i was at the shop and i had this dude he was a 100 gangbanger um la la kitted up long shorts almost down to the ankles wife beater I mean, it's like 50 degrees out. He's wearing a white beater. I'm like, all right. Shaved head. I mean, tats tats everywhere, but the, the the two tats that caught me were his eyelids. And I thought to myself, after he was already gone, after I kind of collected my shit together, I'm like, the pain in getting your eyelid tatted, I mean, not hitting the eyeball, that's got to be, I don't know how they do that. They must kind of pull it up with their fingers or something. And it was just script. It was something like die now or something. Um... But it was weird. Every time he blinked, I kept reading those words. And you see it in movies sometimes where somebody's like kidnapped and has helped me or something under the eyelids, you know, and it's just like, or what was it? Uh, Captain Jack Sparrow had, had eyeballs on his eyelids, which I thought was kind of funny. But uh, anyway, this wasn't funny. This dude came in and I was, I was chilling on my own. It was after hours and, and I thought he was going to, you know, naturally I was going to rob me or something or worse, but uh, his bumper had fallen off on his POS uh, Civic, and he just wanted some help getting it back on. And I'm going to tell you right now, I obliged. I didn't tell him to F off. I didn't say I was too busy. I said, bro, I'm going to help you out because I don't want to take a freaking piece of lead or a shiv. And uh, he went on his way afterwards, thanked me, 
Eddie. Eddie, wherever you're at, bro, up in LA, be safe, man. I hope everything's good. But that was that was nuts. That was nuts. So just if you've ever met people or somebody that you just knew, you could just see crime in their eyes. You know, just experiences. I, I saw into this dude's soul right through his eyeballs, man, and it just looked like pure Hades, man. It was it was it was a Disneyland, I'll tell you that. It was not. It was not, you know cupcakes and and ice cream and fairy tales so anyway i'm thankful that worked out the way it did not the typical kind of trash transaction we have at dentco sai i will say that this is a first so 30 years man so anyway today we're going to talk podcast uh we're going to talk about pdr geography so yeah the, what does this mean it means the area that you're operating and serving in matters the Tino de la Cruz story about working in the ghetto and then finally switching off and going straight to wealthy, it served him well. It's like I told you guys at the beginning of this episode, it served me well being in a good area. Go where the money is. I mean, if you're hungry, you don't go where there's no food. If you're thirsty, you don't go where water doesn't exist out in the middle of the desert. If you're striving to gain cash and profits, you go where the money is. You don't go where people are all poor and don't have any money. It, and if you want more money, go where there's more money. And more demand, and people that will, will appreciate your services. It's it's very simple math, you know. If you if you just sat down and put your head in your hands and said, hmm, hmm, with about 15 M's, just let's draw the M's out, hmm, and then start thinking who really needs this service, who is the most willing to pay the most for it, and appreciate it, and where can I get a lot of those people? You know, oh, you know what? And for, for cherry ice cream on top or cherry on top of the ice cream, I want that all that, that formula right there, but I don't want to have any competition or very little. My pal Jeremy out in uh, Tallahassee, back, I think even to this day, hardly anybody doing PDR there. There are certain areas in the United States where there's hardly anybody doing PDR. Now, is it a huge demo? No, it's not massive. It's middle income. But he's making six figures plus. He's doing well. And would I tell people to go to Tallahassee? No, not unless you were looking to. If you're looking to make a hundred grand a year and make it easy, yeah, Tallahassee's good. Maybe one fifty to two hundred. Then I think you're gonna maybe tap out at PDR. There. What's another one, Brian? I'll tell you. What, I'll tell you one more. Toledo, Ohio. Very few PDR techs there. I don't know why. I wish I could tell you why. I do not know why. Is there money there? Yeah, there's some money there. Okay, one more, and then we're going to get into this episode. Cedar Rapids. Are there PDR techs there? Yes. Is it saturated? Hell no. Is there money there? Yeah. There are suburbs in, 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 out of Iowa all around that have money. Okay. So, going back to that, hmm. Obviously, the big money cities like freaking Manhattan... Beverly Hills, South Beach, you know, Chicago up by the river. I mean, there's San Francisco, on, on, on. There's ultra-wealthy neighborhoods. And yes, you could service them. You need to align yourself and need to be in the right frame of mind. And your marketing message needs to be in line with what they expect to hear and, and experience. But once you do that, it's like plugging into the bank. Example, Brian. All right. I love all your questions. They're right on point. I'm going to ask, answer them for you. 
a dog walker. I was listening to this on a podcast the other day. This cat has been not walking dogs in Beverly Hills for two years. At first, he was doing a few hundred dollars a day. And he was a college student, I think it was. And then he grew up to a thousand a day. It's like, shit, man, this is pretty good. And then currently, take a guess. Three G's a day. $90,000 a month. Yep, seven days a week. I don't think it's 24-7, but it just about is. I mean, he's not walking dogs at midnight, I don't think. But what's the lesson? The lesson is those people have money. The lesson is they're willing to pay for a service they value. And we all know, man, pets are red hot right now. The average American, everybody loves, everybody has a dog or more. I got a dog. You got a dog. The world's got dogs. It's nuts. He went to an area where they had the money and they would spend the money. with. They valued it. You take your PDR service, if you're willing, pack up your little Subaru Crosstrek and go where the money is. Go where people are going to value you. They're going to care. Where they have discretionary dollars. Not where you got to try to pry open their freaking clam hands to spend money on their Pontiac Vibe. You know, or their 2004 Prius. Or insert any other piece of shit in there. And no disrespect for any of you if you guys have a Pontiac Vibe. Or a Pontiac Aztec or whatever the hell that piece of crap that uh, on Breaking Bad that ugly ass minivan that Walt used to drive okay is this possible is it possible to do $3,000 a day as a dog walker in Modesto California or El Paso Texas or Cedar Rapids no probably not I mean king of marketing maybe maybe Zig Ziglar could the demographic, the demographic you stand in has a ton to do with how much money you're going to make. Your TAM, your total addressable market, okay, that's what TAM means, is going to be way bigger and better in certain areas. And I know that not everybody wants to leave, but you know if you guys are getting into this podcast right now and you're new to PDR or you've been doing PDR for a few years and you're like, you know what, I could move my kids and my wife to double our income and improve our, our lifestyle. Yeah, you could. Is it worth it? Well, let's dive in. Let's find out. Okay, so picking an area, what would you want? Okay, yeah, if you could get hail in there, why not? What if you could pick an area that had hail and above average income? That'd be a great scenario and decent weather overall. Okay, that sounds like Texas. That's definitely not in the north. Okay, that's not in the Midwest like Cedar Rapids or or Nebraska you know, Illinois. No, the weather's too crappy there a majority of the time. You know, yeah, you can get hail, but A, it's not a guarantee. And then unless you're in a really a good city, it wouldn't make sense. So I would pick a city that is above average income and gets hail. You're asking me for an example. All right, I will. Denver. But I don't like Denver. Why? Because it has one box that it's unchecked and that's low competition. It has a lot of competition. And there's a weather shift going on right now. Hail is moving out of Denver. I don't know why, but I track hail. And it is, it's unfortunate. Um, one that is seeming to move towards more and more hail would be Austin, you know, and Amarillo. But Amarillo doesn't have a large wealthy populace. Just ask Heavenly Hail. He'll tell you. Hidalgo. 
Um, what's another one? Cheyenne, Wyoming. More and more hail every year. Breakout. Breakout increase in hail. But the population is too small, and there's not a ton of wealthy there. doesn't tick all the boxes for me. So, so you're looking for a large market segment, peeps, with large luxury income. Okay, so what are the cities that are the wealthiest? Okay, we all kind of know them. There are several. If you go to Google or ask ChatGPT, suburbs of Dallas, there's a handful of cities or towns, I guess it would be, that are breakout growth and have a ton of money. Um, suburbs of the capital in Maryland, same thing. Suburbs of Northern California, like just outside of San Francisco and the San Jose areas, massive. And of course, New York. I don't like New York because I think in New York, the, the population density is not easy for PDR. I think the weather's not great. And I think it's too damn expensive. So I would cross New York off my list. I know people that do it there and make good money, but I don't think it's easy money. I think it's tough money. I think there's a lot of headaches. And I don't, I don't like headaches. So what am I saying? I'm saying either Dallas, suburbs of Dallas, maybe Maryland, or Northern California. You know, Texas in general. You could go to Austin, outside of Houston probably. There's all those areas are ripe. Ripe. And then when I hit the hit the search button, here's exactly what came up. You ready? Get your pencil out. Austin, Texas, Nashville, Tennessee, Seattle, Washington, Charlotte, North Carolina, Salt Lake City, Portland, it's San Diego, and Raleigh, North Carolina. Now, we'll tell you this. I know San Diego. San Diego has a lot of PDR techs already because the weather is beautiful. And people will, will are be willing to live in an area for beautiful weather and struggle a little bit. Don't do San Diego. Take that one off your list. Okay, this is what Google didn't know. It didn't know there's already a, a high concentration. There's too much, too much um, competition. But all those other ones, there's opportunities. Yeah, there's PDR guys there. But they're not slammed like Orlando or Orange County, California. You know, there's opportunities. The trick would be to live outside, right in a suburb of those, those high dollar areas and commute into a shop, by the way. Not to live where the rent's going to be higher, too. I mean, it's just about serving the wealthy, guys. And then no competition or very little competition. Imagine back when I started. Okay, if you can, 92 to 95. How many guys do we deal with? None. And my, remember my student I talked about, if you're, if you're a long-time listener, just a few weeks ago we had our guy from the Philippines. And he's in this exact situation. He's going to an area where there's hardly any competition at all. And there's wealthy. And all they know how to use is body shops. So the downside is, if, I mean, he'll, they'll still know about PDR real quick. But if you go to an area that knew about PDR and they were wealthy, poof, you know? So I've given you guys nine to 10 of, the, of great cities, strong wealth. And I also did a little research to find out who's going to need automotive services and break out and who are underserved. And most of those tick the boxes, by the way. I mean, you can't go wrong outside of Dallas, Maryland, or Northern Cal, like San Jose, outside of San Francisco. I, like I said, I wouldn't do New York. Those are massive. 
The ones that are slightly smaller but still have big opportunity, Austin. Nashville, I know, is breakout right now. I think Nashville will be strong. The only bad thing about Nashville is you're going to deal with weather. You're going to have three months of shit. You know, maybe four, but for sure three. You're going to get hail, though, which is nice. You're going to have hail in and around that area. Charlotte, same thing. Massive growth. There's so many big banks that, that are headquartered in Charlotte. Salt Lake City, tons of money. Weather, eh. Portland, a lot of rain. Raleigh, not bad. Not bad weather. Same thing with the banks and businesses in Raleigh. So there you go, guys. If you really are serious, and I mean with two capital R's, really, you'll consider moving. You'll put up a tent stake in any of these areas. You can go test it out, see what you like personally best, not just for business, but there's a lot of opportunities. And of course, if you want to you want to go international, there's stuff out of the, out of the country too. There's a lot of opportunities over in Europe. But I don't know, man. I wouldn't waste my time. I wouldn't go to Australia. I wouldn't go to Europe. I'd do it right here. I mean, back in the day, 10 years ago, it probably made sense because of the freaking 30% difference between the the uh, the euro and the dollar. Right now, it's pretty much one-to-one. -one. And you're giving up the lifestyle and the freedom that we have here. But Brian, the French cheese is so good and the wine. Well, then go to France. Meanwhile, I'm going to stay here. I'll go visit France. But I'll live here. We're the land of the free, the home of the brave. We've got football, baseball, great surfing, good American people. I dig it here. I choose United States. But anyway, I'm curious to get your guys' opinions. If anybody has any input, hit me back. I'm always, I always like the input. 949-302-3464. If you're thinking about moving. There's guys, there's people, you don't know each other. We could all have a party one day. There's people who listen to this podcast that are in Canada. We've got, of course, United States people. We've got South America, Europe, and a couple in Australia, I think. So this is kind of an international podcast. So, and everybody's, most people who are listening are doing PDR, and they're doing well. But if you're all about the Benjamins, you're all about the money, Pay heed to what we're saying here, especially if you're early in the game. If you're like me, if you're an old dog, you're not going to probably pick up 10 stakes and go. You know? But there are places that have so much breakout growth and there's not enough service companies. I see it. When I travel, I see it. I'm like, wow, how come you, we can't even get anybody to help us at the restaurants? We can't get anybody to do anything. It's a shortage because there's so much money going into certain areas that the service people can't catch up or they can't afford to live there. It's nuts. So you just charge more and then commute in and out or buy a place and then same gig. Then you're not, you're not renting and then you're just reaping the benefits. There's so many different ways to slice this, slice this cheese from France, if you will. All right, kids. Thanks so much. I appreciate your ears. Appreciate your eyes. Don't forget Rate, review the podcast wherever you catch it. Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever. Whatever your, your flavor is. I appreciate you. Um, let friends and family know. If you're a Facebookian, post it up. Instagram, please, please share it. Let people know about us. Singing from the mountaintops. I want to get more interviews going on. I want to be able to put more people on this. Anyway, that's it, guys. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Be safe. 
Hopefully you won't catch a gangbanger like I did. That was, that was nuts. How many of you have had a customer come in that had eyeball tat or eyelid tattoos? Right. I'm the lucky one. Anyway, I live to tell about it, so it's all good. Peace to Eddie. Shout out to Eddie out there in LA, man. Roll safe, young man. All right, guys. We'll catch you on the next SAI Million Dollar Podcast. Bye-bye for now.